The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. How are you? Welcome to Eat Sleep List. It's another holiday special this time. The holiday, Christmas, myself, and I am joined by a good friend, co-host of the panel. Jeez, I almost said the panel discussion. The two-point conversation, uh, processing the process and crafting and drafting. He is joining me. Welcome back. Uh, He was also part of our last holiday special, but everybody welcome back. Brian Finch. Uh, Brian, how are you, pal? I'm good. I hope everyone's sitting down because uh, when you bring me in, it means, what, minimal hour and a half of me talking? <laughs> That's just me talking. I've already too. planned for it, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It, it, there, yeah, there is an over-under on this episode. I think we did pretty good for the Thanksgiving one, I thought. Yeah. Wait. Or I, did we? Or not Thanksgiving, Halloween. Yeah. I didn't do a Thanksgiving one. Um, overrunner for this one is an hour and twenty. We'll call it there. So place your bets. We can beat that. We can beat it. Wait, I'm not. No, I'm not supposed to try and beat. No, it. you don't want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't want to. We're gonna take our time with this one. Honestly, Christmas is a. I mean, absolute wonderful holiday. For I like the meaning of it. There's been other like I don't know. The last couple years, I've been really jaded towards Christmas. And my reasoning is this. I'll go on a little, little, not too big of a rant. I don't know. I'm around a lot of people who find it easy to, like, disrespect you. And then on Christmas Day, they're like, oh, Merry Christmas. I love you. Here's a present to make up for how I treated you all year. Wow. That's why I don't do birthdays. Okay. I delete my Facebook for birthdays. That's how jaded I am. But I feel like Christmas is the same way. And I don't know. I just, it's hectic. It's not fun. I mean, I don't know how you guys go about it with, you know, your, you and, uh, your wife, I don't know if you have to bounce around a bunch of houses. Do you do that? Well, let's say it was a non-COVID year, right? That makes it easier to talk about. Yeah, we'll do that. So in a non-COVID year, it's kind of split off in the two days. Uh, Christmas Eve is her side of the family. Right. Her grandma, her aunts and uncles, yeah. things like that. And then Christmas Day, we start off with just us and the kids. Her parents live in town, so they come over, and they're there for just a couple of hours. And then they leave, and then we go over to my parents for most of the rest of the day. Right. So it's really not hectic. That's Thanksgiving's the hectic one. Is it? Thanksgiving sucks. I don't like Thanksgiving. I, I think love. It's an, oh, I think it's an overrated holiday. It's my favorite holiday, and it's I want to just be able to sit on my butt and just watch football and eat lots of food. And, <laughs> but that's not what happens. I end up bouncing around, <laughs> which is not as much for, fun. Fourth of July is my personal favorite one. See, I'm an anti-hot. Uh, uh, holiday guy. Yeah, but swimming pools? Fat guys don't belong in swimming pools. Yeah, we do. We do? We float. Everyone floats. <laughs> Every- <laughs> some Everybody peop- floats. Some people that. float Some people float better. I just nest. I go to the pool, Yeah. and then when all the kids and, and stuff, all the people start coming in, I, I get out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I love the outdoor ones. I just, it, it's, I go to one, like one place for that one. I go to my uncle's house every year. He's got a nice property in Green Island, big backyard, the side of a football field. We go back there. We just hang out and party for the day. That's one spot. Yeah. The traveling ones: Easter, Thanksgiving, yeah, Christmas. Yeah, Easter. It's and, hard to do. Easter and Thanksgiving are very similar for me. I'm fitting in both families on one day. Yes, that's why I like Christmas because it's purposely. Yeah. Split up. See, I end up doing what we do is my parents have had a long-standing tradition of of yeah doing Christmas Eve, but 
my wife's family does their big family gathering on Christmas Eve. So we split time between the two. Now, there was a little crazy before, just trying to iron it out and make everybody happy, which I can't do. Um, and then, like, that's Christmas Eve is a little crazy. Um, Christmas Day, it bounces between the parents, you know, parents, and uh, we usually do uncles and stuff, too. It's just, but the traveling thing is is, is just a lot. Like, I, for these holidays, like, I, I, I wish, like, and maybe I'll appreciate it someday. Like, I see some people, they, they like, their house is the destination, right? They're all coming over for... Um, for for holiday get everybody's coming over to their place for holiday gatherings. They don't have to move at all. Right. And I hope that someday I can be that. Yeah. Maybe I'll turn my studio space into a Christmas uh, Christmas party place this year. We'll <laughs> see. We I will mean, see. You got the lights going. We do. You know, we can switch the colors and and make it green and red and and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, Christmas is uh, it's a it's the older you get, it's it's hard to really. I think it's you can appreciate it. I appreciated it more as a kid, but I think probably you as a parent probably get a little bit of joy it, out of it. It changes a lot of joy again. Yeah. It changes everything again. You do get jaded and you do feel like you're kind of outgrowing it and you feel like it's just it's all just surface level crap. You know what I mean? It's corporation fan. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I don't know. I, I grew up in a a very religious household. Right. And I, I appreciate the way I was raised. I have been jaded. Well, you're a good person. So uh, yeah. Well, I I don't like to say that's only because my parents tend you know took me to church every week, and right? Functions and stuff. But I don't know. Um, it's the one time a year that I'm able to push off all the the BS and the hypocrisy of everything that comes along with my religion. Yeah. And I get to just focus on the pureness of it because there's something about. I'm gonna get real down to the heart of the matter. That's here. okay. We There's got There's something time. about the the real infant like idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about it, a completely pure being, as a as even it, as regular humans, right? Pure, just they're innocent. There's nothing wrong with a baby. They haven't been corrupted at all. So right. it's kind of like this nice renewal of like getting me back to like feeling kind of I don't know square square one. Right. And I don't feel jaded I, on that day anymore. I respect it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I can't wait to have kids. I get excited to see, because I mean, I'm friends with a lot of parents now. Now that I'm older, right? You, get to see, you know, they they post their videos of their kids opening Christmas presents, and I'm like, man, like it brings a tear to my eye. I can't wait to be a parent for that. I really can't. And, but, but yeah, to see like the the joy on the kids' faces, it means a lot. You know, I've gotten older. I don't ask for a whole lot anymore. Right. Like I literally, my parents every time around Thanksgiving, what do you want for Christmas? My wife, what do you want for Christmas? I don't want anything. Nope. And you're just a grumpy. I'm like, but honestly, like material possessions don't do anything for me anymore. Right. Do you want a video game? No, I, I, I it's hard for me to get into video games now. Right. Uh, do you want this? Do you want that? I'm like, no, it, it's really not appealing. I just want peace and quiet, peace of mind and relax. But like, I can't wait to have kids to kind of just get to see them just delighted. And uh, I, I really lo- live vicariously through parents who share it. I mean, people knock Sometimes, for some reason, just bitter people. They knock parents for sharing their kids' opening presents and, and and just being happy. I love it. I really do love it, and it, it does bring joy to my heart. Like that to me, that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, is is making making other people smile. Yeah, I'm more about giving now. Right, which is really good, and that's right. why this 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 direction of this episode almost went. Um, you know, what's your favorite gifts that you've given? Right, it almost went that, but you said you couldn't remember. Well, some. the pr- the problem would be is just. <laughs> You remember, so like we'll get into our list, yeah. and you're gonna remember one specific gift that you got for that Christmas, right? Yeah. But you know, you got other gifts. You got a gift from your grandma that year. You got a gift from an aunt or an uncle or whatever that year. 
do you remember those the same way you remember whatever you're talking about? Probably not. Probably not. The right. same way I feel like when I'm giving gifts, I don't want to feel like <laughs> I'm going to talk about, oh, I gave my grandma this, and then I completely forget about an awesome gift I gave my mom. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's I, – I know what you're saying. I, I, I know what you're saying. Um. Yeah, they're not they're not as forgettable. Cause it, I do it like must... hitting the home runs with the giving though. When you, when you nail it, when it's not just not monetary, just like real, you you got to the heart of what that person is, and you really can you know you feel connected to them, and then you just it's a perfect gift, and then you're like you feel I feel just as good like twice as good when I do that than when I get something. Oh, for sure. I peaked my second year dating Amy. I bought her Prince. That was her Christmas gift. You bought her the artist Prince. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I certainly. Yeah, I bought her his greatest hits. Um, no, I bought her. I bought her puppers. I flew him in. I still got the video on my phone. That's awesome. When she opened it, she was crying. I was like, "Oh man, this is cool." Yeah. He was so. He was, he, I mean, he's little still, but like he was little, little. Yeah. We put him in a box. We hit him upstairs the, on Christmas Eve, and he he couldn't bark yet. That was like my favorite one, but I peaked too early. No. No, you didn't. We weren't married yet. I don't know. Yeah, but that probably led to us being married. Maybe. Yeah. Bought her a dog. I don't know. I like it. I like it. I yeah. I give. I've been slack in the last couple of years, but I try to be the best. I, I try to be as best. Well, as Well, that's it. You're putting too much pressure on yourself. I do. Maybe your own worst enemy. I probably am. Honestly, I would second that notion. I would. Um. So today. You clicked on uh, you clicked on this episode. We are making a our top ten favorite gifts that we received list. There's a lot. There's there's a lot uh, to this one. I'm excited to really just die, just discuss and dive in um, on some of our, our favorite gifts that we've re- ever received. Yeah. Excuse me. We did think about doing the worst gifts. There was a comp. There was a potential. And I have some family members that probably don't listen to our show that would probably be a little disappointed if I read those off. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to stick on the good ones. I honestly couldn't think of one. I, I told you, I was like, I'll try and think of at least one to mention. I don't know. I had 10, and they honestly, they came from one one person. She plays favorites. So, uh, <laughs> uh-oh, a little, little smoke. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, I bet they I, I bet they probably don't listen. They don't. OK, they don't. They, Good to go. They, yeah, we're, we're all right. Free and clear. <laughs> free and clear. So as we always do, let's turn on our little copyright free royalty free music radio. There it is. Let's talk about our top 10 favorite gifts that we've ever received. Brian, you're number 10, my friend. My number 10. So uh, I was trying to like even like think of the age I was, but. I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> so let's just start with X-Men figures. There's one specific Christmas where it was after the release of the 90s. You know, I think it was 93 when the, the X-Men animated cartoon. series. Yeah. yeah. And they came out with a line of action figures tied to that cartoon. And, dude, I, I just started banging them out. And I must have got, like, six or seven that Christmas between, like, grandparents or aunts and uncles. Yeah. And, and my, obviously, Santa course santa's real in the show right yes yeah yes so santa uh brought me some action x-men action figures and that was a lot of fun that's right that kind of i have a it's a little bit more broad but it is it does make my list yeah i mean toys were so much better when we were kids 
I talk about this all the time. Toys were so much better when we were kids. You know, there was a general excitement back then. Toy yeah. cartoons usually got made to sold, sell toys. Yeah. And that was a big thing. That's how TMNT got as big as it did. They made a cartoon and they toned it down and they sold a bunch of toys. Yeah. I used to love opening up action figures. I get sad when I got close. Honestly, that probably would have been my number one. Like, if worst gifts ever, just all close. Close. <laughs> you, you, you think of that iconic part of Christmas story where they, they open up the present and it's it's like socks or whatever, and they just chuck them behind their heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was legitimately, that's been legitimately been me. The older I get, I'm just like, whatever, just give me socks, give me jeans for work, whatever yes. it is. But, um, man, when you're a kid and you get clothes, it's like, damn you, the, the hell. The only <laughs> way you like it is when it happens to be like an X-Men themed shirt or something. Then you're like, all right, that's cool. Something very, yes, something yeah. very special. Um, I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And that's a perfect number 10. You know, just they, those X-Men toys were, like, legit. Yeah, man. Legit. I just recently got them back into my life. Oh, I'm, you did? My mom is cleaning out the house. Oh, and she had them still? Oh, yeah. She, oh, my Dude, she God. didn't get rid of anything. Really? Yeah. I'm so I'll, jealous. I'm going to take a picture of all the board games I have in my house right now. Did you have the Crocodile Hunter? Uh, board game? Nope, I did. Wow, just rub it in my face. That's so awesome. Because my parents, my parents used to. I mean, I get it. People are needy and stuff, but you know, my parents used to have this this thing where like, oh, we're gonna go for a, uh, we're gonna go for a ride. One of them would take us for a ride. It was usually my dad, and then my mom would just clean house. She did oh, not give no. a crap. I'd come home. Where's my toys? <laughs> the needy kids need it. You. Bitch! <laughs> you, how dare you? Yeah, you set me up. Yeah, they did it to my brother. They tried to do that to my brother one time. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! He caught on. He caught on real quick. He's yeah. like, no, nah, I don't want to go anywhere. They, he still has all of his childhood toys because he he protected Smart. his turf, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> they, they they had it in bags in the basement. He didn't never. He, he, his room is in the attic. He had it in bags in the basement. And they left. The, their mistake was they, they they left it overnight too, and he went down. He grabbed all that stuff and brought it right upstairs. He that knew. So <laughs> good job, Mark. <laughs> what a trooper! What a trooper! That is that that youngest child, third child syndrome. Good for him. Wait, I, third? He's the third. Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yeah. Who's in between? This is my sister. Okay. Yeah. She balances you guys out. Well, I mean, yeah. She's me. Good. Uh, <laughs> She's a little tough sometimes. I like that. That's a good number 10. I like the start to this list. My number 10, all right, I got this a couple years ago, and actually Mark Angelo, he, he bought it for me. All right, we got this on Christmas Eve, and uh, I was really big. I'm still really big. Huge Jay Cutler fan. Mm -hmm. He found a shirt online. It was Jay Cutler's face. It's an all orange. It's Jay Cutler. The shirt's all orange. Silhouette of Jay Cutler's face. And it says, don't care in Dolphins, like, logo font. Yeah. And I was like, where did you find this? I love it. I love this shirt. I wore it down when we went to our, on our honeymoon, me and my wife. I wore it down to Miami. They're not very big Jay Cutler fans down there. But uh, <laughs> they weren't really fond of it. But I I love that shirt. I don't get excited for clothes often. But to have that thing mm -hmm. was really, really cool. I still have it. I still have it. I love it, um, but I was like, okay, it's like one of those gifts where like people, it's like, okay, you get me, 
Yeah. You understand the stuff that I like. Yeah. I don't want just. I don't want white T-shirts. I want a Jay Cutler. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> I, that's what I want because Jay Cutler's hilarious and incredible, and that's and I got it. I didn't even ask for it. Right. He found it. He gave it to me, and easily one of my top ten favorite guests I've ever received. That's way more recent than I thought we were gonna get. This is probably the most. Well, no. I got a lot of ones for, from the younger years. Okay. I've gotten some good ones here and there, but there are a lot of uh, big big ones from the younger years. Well, top five, top six or so. But, yeah, that is my number 10. What's your number nine? So I'll, I'll just say right now, because I'm on the spot, uh, I'm sorry, Chrissy, uh, I didn't put any of your gifts on here because I went super nostalgic on my list. I'm all for it. Okay. I'm all for it. So Chrissy's my wife. She's awesome. I need to. Uh, <laughs> She's taken me in. Yeah, she's accepted me. You want to here? She's. I don't know if she wants me to say this or not, but a couple of weeks ago, she's like, "Did I say something to Matt?" I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, he doesn't like my stuff anymore." I'm like, "He's got a lot of social media stuff going." I on. do. No, Chrissy. <laughs> no, that is not like. No, trust me. I, I love you and your family. You guys are awesome. So, um, thank you for adopting me. I guess into your yeah. own a little bit. Yep. You know. So no, that is that is. You are a Finch now. Congratulations. I am Matt Finch. I like it. It's not bad. It's better than having a, you know, your last name being Johnson. I don't have a problem with that. No? I used to get made fun of a lot for it. It's weird. Austin Powers came out. They made a joke about, you know, Johnson's. American Pie. Paul Finch. Shipwreck. All right. (laughs) All right. Well played. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make you feel better. I appreciate that. Number nine, WWF Wrestling Ring and Figures. The one, th- it's very specific, okay? So there was my brother's generation, Ooh. which is the big rubber ones that you could knock somebody out with. Yeah, the right. LGNs. LGNs. Is that it? Yep. They're crazy heavy. The ones that I had were just hard plastic, but they were they all did their own thing. Like, if you twisted, um, who was the police guy? The big boss big man. Big boss man, yep. If you twisted his body, he would, like, swing his club. And then if you had... Um, uh, like the ultimate warrior, he like pulls arms back and he like kind of does his like pump thing, right? Yep. So like that specific Christmas was like all WWF. I, I guess I was like in niches, man. I guess I was like I found something I really liked and I went all in. Right. And then next year was onto something else. So it happened. I mean, when you're a kid, you kind of go through the fads. Yeah. Wrestling was in a, in a strange spot at that time too, where it was. It was going to suck in like a couple years. So I know you're a few years older than I. We didn't, yeah, we didn't really see that coming, the lull. Right, that from like 93, 92, like 95, 96, like that was a bit of a lull. So yeah. it was coming. It it, uh, it stuck up on everybody. So a lot of weird years, a lot of weird years. Very good. My number nine, I think this is the last most recent one. And I got this one last year. All right. Um, yes. Yes, I got this one last year. Uh, I have a floor mat out there. Mm-hmm. It says two-point conversation on it. My yeah. sister bought me that. Awesome. There's a wooden sign. There's an engraved wooden sign just mm-hmm. uh, on above the... It's, it's on the chalkboard chalk rack. I've seen it, yeah. My cousin Teresa got me that last year. Uh, I don't... I, I, I'm proud of my podcast. I don't, like... It's not... It doesn't define me as a person, so I don't talk about it with people often and it was cool to see people who I, I felt disconnected with a little bit like 
take, you know, this is something I'm something I'm proud of. But I'm like, like I said, podcasting doesn't define me. But that them to go out of their way and get me something custom made, yeah, that was really cool. I love that floor mat. I forgot who painted it. It looks great. That wooden sign. Absolutely in love with it. Yeah, I I can't believe that you know I was gifted that stuff, and I was like, it, I was. I, last year I was really really down on Christmas and that like it I, I cried a little bit seeing that because it's like man people do pay attention to what I'm doing yeah so I, I feel like that I feel like a a bit of an outsider sometimes even within my own family so um, for them to be like okay here's a gift I know this is something you take pride in and you know it, it's it, they went out of the way to make it it wasn't like they just picked right. up something and gave me it. No, they went out of their way to have it custom made, and it, it meant the world to me. So that's awesome. Uh, Samantha, sister Samantha, cousin Teresa, thank you for that one. That was uh, that was uh, a, a very pleasant surprise. I was overjoyed. That's awesome. Getting that. So that is my number nine. Uh, that is my most re- yeah most recent one that I've had. So number eight. Number eight. Uh, Micro Machines Star Wars, specifically the Star Wars. Micro machines. Do you remember this? I do. Okay. They had the little vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh, I remember. And there's all the little place that you like. I remember the one that uh, is Jabba's palace, and it had the Sarlacc pit on the side of it. And what was the one that I got? I got the one that's Boba Fett's head, and when you open it up, it's the it's it's all of the um, what's the name of the city, the floating city can't think of it right Bespin. now. Yeah. Bespin. Yep. And it's like that whole scene with the like the the jail and and the uh, where they get coating the carbon and yep. all that. Yeah, oh my god. Those things are so cool. Me and my brother like we was op- it was like he would open one and he had one and then I'd open one and then I got one and then it was like back we must got like eight of them that Christmas. That's so cool. Yeah. That's I forgot about those. I have them all. You still have Oh it, yeah. They came back to me. Yeah, your mom is awesome. The, I never met your mom, but she's awesome. The Millennium Falcon, like, it, dude, it was literally like almost like two feet long, and you would open it up, right. and it was like a bay where you could have like all your, like the little fighters and stuff could fly Just in and like fly. park them and stuff. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so cool. I will say right now, I know I am one of the most spoiled people you will ever meet, and on, on another show we'll talk about all the crazy stuff I've got to do in my life thanks to my dad. I'm excited to listen to that one. <laughs> I am excited. Um, that's a cool one. We actually had something very similar for our number eights. You went Micro Machines. Mm-hmm. I went Legos. Okay. Star Wars Legos. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's taboo, but 2012, was in a relationship with somebody else, and uh, she was like really, really good at getting presents, like really, really good. And I was collecting Legos at the time. I would, you know... I'd, Worked at Dick's Sporting Goods. It didn't pay a whole lot, but um, about once a month, I would I would go and I would go to Toys R Us or something, and I go buy a little Lego set and just kind of build it. My parents obviously did not want to pay for that when I was younger, so um, I had collected. For, I had quite a few, and I, we were in Disney the previous summer, and I was taking a look, and I was like, man, I really really want this this set. It was the Episode One Pod Racer okay. um, episode. Uh, for episode one, Pod Racer it had you could build Sebulba's pod and Anakin's pod racer, and it also had uh, Anakin, Sebulba, the, the little Greedo, and an Obi Wan minifigure, young Obi Wan, which I did not have at that point. All right, I think the Anakin one's still up there. 
I don't know where Little Greedo is. The Obi-Wan's still up there, and I don't know where Sabalba is. He's around somewhere. I'll, I'll find him. But uh, I could not wait to build that thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I was living in Rochester at the time, and I'd open up. we opened it up early in the morning. We drove to my parents' house in the falls and, and did our, our, our stuff there and then came back, and I, I think I spent all night putting that thing together. It was worth the challenge. It was it was really cool. I, I had this this like uh, this like shelving unit thing that I would display them all on, mm. and I was starting to run out of room at at, at, at one point. And uh, yeah, I I loved that thing. I loved it. Eventually, broke when I moved back home after everything. I, I broke it down and never built it back up again. I knew it was gonna get damaged moving it, so I just screw it. Kept the mini figures. I donated the blocks to a bunch of uh, to other people. And but that was like a really really cool thing. That was probably the nicest Lego set I ever got. I was really really happy. So that was Christmas 2012. Well, Christmas 2012. Very happy about that one. I got a few Lego sets that year. Yeah. I know people like older than me who still collect them. Like there's one guy in our, in our panel discussion. He still collects them. He just bought the Death Star, the like seven hundred dollar or you got it for five. Excuse me, it was five hundred dollars. You got the Death Star with like twenty four minifigs and it's like it's huge. Yeah, man. So jealous. I wish that, I could afford that. That that gets name dropped in Spider Man Homecoming, right? It does. Well, actually, yeah. When when Peter comes in, he's crawling on the ceiling, and, yeah. and Ned's in his his, uh, his bedroom when he drops it. Yeah. After building it like by himself, <laughs> so it, that's that's a good point. Yeah, that that happened. Yeah. That happened. So that is my number eight. Very very happy with that one. I get it. I'm older. I still like getting toys if they're really cool. I will not say no to toys. Yeah, I, I love displaying stuff and things, and that was like, I wish I still had that all together. I wish I still had all this together, but that was one of my favorite Christmas gifts of all time. So, like that. Uh, where are we at? We're on a number seven. Seven already. All right, yeah. here we go. Mighty Max. You remember Mighty Max? I do. So, Polly, the girls had Polly in the Polly Pocket, and boys had Mighty Max. And there was one year that that was my big rage. And this is a theme for me, once again, spoiled kid over here. Uh, there was the little collapsible ones, like there was one that was a skull, and it was like all graveyard themed, and there there was one that was shaped like a mummy, and that was all, you know, Egyptian themed. Yeah. Like and then one Christmas, I got the castle. I don't remember, I didn't look up the bad guy's name, I probably should have done that ahead of time. But he had like his castle. And it stood probably like a foot and a half high, and it opened all the way up, and then it was like three, almost like three feet long. Holy crap! Yeah, dude, it was awesome. That's legitimate. So specifically about that memory, played with it immediately. Really didn't want to open anything else. I lost the little bad guy. Oh. When we were, and and <laughs> to my dad's credit, he did not give up, and he kept going through all the garbage bags from all the wrapping paper. I'm I'm one of four. So there's six of us. That's a lot of wrapping opening. paper. That's a lot of wrapping That's a lot paper. of wrapping paper. And like I said, we're all spoiled. So we all have lots of gifts. So we're going through all of it. And I had given up and I was just super bummed, probably crying. I can't remember. Okay, I was crying. I remember that. It's understandable. And my dad found it in the, one of the garbage bags. And it was like my dad came in like a like a hero, man, like the champion of the day. I got it. I yeah. did it. And dude, you're talking about something that's centimeters yeah. long. Good for him. Yeah. That is a shout hey, out, pops. Yeah, what an awesome dad. Yeah, what an awesome dad. That is really cool. Yeah, he loved toys. My dad is to, to this day. He'll come over and watch my girls, and he'll lay on the floor and they'll just play, and yeah. play and play and play. My dad did that with with you know he did that with me. Well, I'll I'll get into that in a little bit, but um, 
but you know, obviously, when my mom said that toys had to go, he was the uh, he was the scapegoat. Come on, yeah. kids, go for a little ride. You he, son of a gun. He he softened it. That's what he was doing. He did. He's like, if this is gonna happen, there's not much I can do yeah. about it. At least let me try and make another good memory. Yeah. No, he certainly did. He did a very good job of it. My number seven. It's the uh, first of. Well, technically two, but three video games on this list. Uh, 2000, was it 2001? No, it was 2002. Kingdom Hearts came out. Okay. The very first Kingdom Hearts game. I was a big Final Fantasy fan. I loved Disney. This thing was getting all the, the, the promotion, and, and everybody was talking about it. It looked really, really cool. You can you know interact with Disney characters, interact with Final Fantasy characters. It's a big hit, and it was a really, really great game. I got it for Christmas, and... Uh, this, this story makes me sad sometimes, too. I got it for Christmas. I played it a lot. I was just engulfed in the culture. I beat it in probably about two to three months. Me being the, uh, you know, such a nice fella, I guess, sometimes. Uh, there's this kid at, at school Uh-oh. who asked to borrow it. Uh-oh. And I let him borrow it. Mm-hmm. Never seen it again. No. Yep. My parents were so mad. It made me sad because I kept, my locker was next to this kid, and I'm not going to fight him over a video game, but it's like still like, hey, dude, I let you borrow this thing. Can I get it back, right. please, Right. for the love of God? You know, and he's like, oh, here's, uh, sorry, man, there's some Pokemon. Like, he gave me Pokemon cards. And I'm like, if it was, I used to get walked over by people a lot, and that's why, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm tougher, and some people, like, you know, think I'm like a dickhead sometimes, but... Um, like, but that, that's the kind of stuff that used to happen to me. People used to take advantage of my kindness. They still do this day. Right. And it's it's really upsetting. But that one, like, stung. Because here I'm in middle school. I hate my life as it is. Middle school is not fun. Um, nobody likes middle school. And I let somebody who I considered a friend, I let him borrow a video game that meant a lot to me because it was just, it, was not, it, was, it, it felt like the right thing to do. You know, he's, he came off how less fortunate he was. And, and maybe he was, but that should have been a warning sign in hindsight. That uh, and I never seen the game again. So, I bought I bought it, but it's like it, it, it's still the fact. I know it's a material possession; it can easily be replaced in that way. But yeah, spiritually can't replace that. No, I get that. Spiritually can't replace it. So, I felt awful, awful for a long time, especially having to tell my parents that too. That that happened, but I learned my lesson. Trust me, I, I, my trust level went real down after that. Mm. So, but number six, number six, uh, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Remember it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Not the knockoff Ghostbusters. That <laughs> came first. Real, right. The real Ghostbusters was my childhood, and then they made another one later on or something like that? Yeah, the, there was the original Ghostbusters. That was first. It was out for a while. Then the Ghostbusters movie came out. They had pretty much given up the licensing for it, but they didn't want to, they didn't want to confuse. They didn't want people confused. So the. The Ghostbusters we know and love today call it the real Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. Even though I think they operated around the same time. Okay. So so that generated, once again, huge toy line. Yeah. And one Christmas, one spoiled brat named Brian uh, got the Ghostbusters firehouse. I guess Dude, I really yes. It stood as tall as this table, at least. Really? Yeah. It came with all sorts of crap. I got... So, <clears throat> I kind of... <laughs> Every time that I'm going to need from now on for the rest of this show, uh, I'm going to say one big item, and then along with that came a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, good. Because that's the way that's it That's how works. it should be. I obviously got Ecto-1. 
that same Naturally, Christmas. Naturally, you have to. Got all four of the Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? Got some extra monsters, ghosts, whatever to go along with it. And I played with that thing nonstop. Nonstop. I, I can imagine. We didn't get place. Oh, I didn't get play sets. My brother did. I didn't get play sets. No? There was a lot of cool play sets growing up, too. Power Rangers, Batman, stuff like that. That is a really cool one. Yep. I mean, Ghostbusters was big. It was a short period of time that, that Ghostbusters was big. But... I didn't know they made a. I forgot they made a playset. Mm -hmm. I think there's a Lego set out, or they're planning one. But even still, playsets were the real deal. I used to, I used to get boxes. (laughs) Or you go to Aldi's and I see the empty boxes, and I would just take them and I cut stuff up. But um, I was like, every time I was like, damn it, I wish I had the playset. (laughs) I wish I had the playset that goes with this. Um, That is really cool. I know our our friend Johnny from Retro uh, Bliss and. Metro Pop and History Creeps. He would love that. He loves the Ghostbusters. And I'm hearing all these toys, too. And you're bringing it up. And I'm like, man, what are they? How much do they go for in the open market? That's one thing that drives me nuts. I think we talked. uh, I feel like I've done this in. in, No, the Pokemon episode I did for Retro Pop. You hear this stuff, and it's like, man, I would have held on to her, take care of it. Mm-hmm. How much would it be worth to this day? Yeah. But then again, you wouldn't have the same memories if you just kind of kept you, protected you, you it. You don't. So. You don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, that's a very good one. That's a very good one. Just think about it. I'm saving the best for last. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's going to hate my guts I can't this wait for it. No one's ever going to want to tune in another one of the podcasts I'm like, well, I want to tune into that spoiled piece of crap <laughs> That dude got everything you ever wanted I know, I'm technically a little jealous uh, <laughs> My number six You already brought him up The superhero toys I went miscellaneous across my entire career as being a kid And even some into adulthood uh, One of my fondest like, Why I'm so close to my dad Is you know, I love my mom to death. Don't get me wrong. We're all, you know, we're all, everybody's together. Everybody loves each other. But my dad, he was a dude. He was a guy. He grew up in the 80s. All right. He graduated high school in 87. He oh, had wow. me four years later. All right. He knew how, like, he knew how important it was. He grew up with brothers. He was the third, he was the third young, um, third child in a family of four. He had two older brothers that had the share, same interests as him, played toys with him. Um, they used to go to 7-Eleven. They used to get like the old 7-Eleven. Used to have like collectors cups. They used to get those together. Okay. They have a comic. They have a shared comic book collection. My uncle, Rick, but one of my uncles has all my dad's old stuff. But um, he, uh, you know, he he knew it was gonna be tough for me to not have like close relationship, like brother. I didn't get one until eight years later. Right. So um, he did spend a lot of time with me, and that was like one of the, the joys and. You know, once our lives got, obviously, I stopped playing toys. And once everybody kind of got bit, like, he got busier with work and stuff. And, like, it was a real damper once that reality sets in. But I've gotten so many toys over Christmas. You know, uh, Toy Biz used to make a fantastic, like, really, really great Marvel toys. Those X-Men toys you're probably referring to probably came from Toy Biz. Yeah. They probably did. Uh, they made all, all the 90s, you know, superhero, at least the on the Marvel side. Those were all Toy Biz. And they were some of the best articulated, the best looking. Uh, I had a few. I actually auctioned a couple of them off for um, to get this place. To get wow. this place. I had a few still in boxes too. Um, sorry, um, so I got a lot of them. Go over to my uncle and aunt's house or my grandmother's house for the big uncle and aunt's, you know, Christmas portion. 
I get a whole bunch of them. I was hauling home like 10. I'd be hauling home 10 in bags. I'm like, man, I can't wait to set these up. We used to do a toy war. That was our big thing. We used to do a toy war, and we'd separate. So um, so if we were just doing superheroes, good guys and bad guys, mm-hmm. if we did everything, we'd set them up into their own little, like, here's the Marvel army, here's the DC army, here's the, um, I don't know, here's, like, the generic, like, sh- soldiers army. Here's, uh, you know, th- we had all sorts. I had all sorts. I was, yeah, I was yeah. very fortunate in that regard. But um, I can't think of, like, one specific one that meant a lot to me, but... Um, there's one that stands out. I got a six-pack of X-Men figures. It was like the second generation. It had uh, Colossus, Storm, Banshee, Thunderbird, oh, Psylocke, and there was one more. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. And I got that, and they're like, oh, do you want to collect it? I'm like, no, I want to open it up. <laughs> and I played the crap out of it. This thing's lasted me a long time. I got a lot of cool toys over Christmas. Um all my, all my, all my life has been a child. So I'm very grateful for that. It led to a lot of great memories. Yeah. I get them all year, but I knew that Christmas was the big haul. Oh yeah. So, so that's my number six. Think about how excited your dad was going to the store to get that for you. Probably a little, little like, oh, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be want a little bit more than I want to give. But I, I, I'm sure he honestly was. Like it, it, it's cool. You know, I all my Marvel super, like all my comic book love, it came from him. Right. He passed it down to me. He took me and got me my first comic book, and he was really excited. Mm-hmm. And you know, all the toys. He was always the one taking us to get toys. Right. You know, he was. He would be off off in the days, working nights, and he'd take me and my sister to the toy store. And man, awesome. A lot of cool stuff. I had a. I miss. I miss my old toy bin. That thing was full to the brim. <laughs> Full to the brim with Marvel and DC toys. Those are the best ones. It just occurred to me that your and your brother's age gap is similar to mine and my brother's. But I'm Mark, and you're my brother. You're, you're David. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, you're ba- I'm, are you I'm the baby? A, I'm the baby. You're the baby. Just think yeah. about that. Eight years is weird. It was tough in high school. It was really tough. I mean, if you would have been born like four years earlier, sure. it would have been like Perfect. Yeah. Eight years is tough because when you're in high school and your your little brothers in middle uh, in elementary school, yeah, and your parents are like, oh, spend time with them, spend time with them, but you're like, oh, I want to spend time with my friends. It's a it's an interesting dynamic. It's interesting. Dynamic. I, I entertain as best as I can. That's why I try and include them as much as I can now. Right. On, on certain things. So. I had the best big brother, man. I swear that dude. He was everything. I wanted to be just like him. He looked out for me, Good. protected me, but at the same time, whooped my butt when I needed it. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean. <laughs> That's his job. Yeah, yeah, it is his job. Yep. Unpaid job, but it is his job. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we are into number six. Number five. I'm terrible at counting. <laughs> How did I ever get here? <laughs> what, what's the address of this place again? <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, well, you'll let you, it's just think nice. 69. 69 Keel Street. <laughs> I just think, I hear that, I'm like, that's my that's my address. <laughs> that's so Hashtag that's my address. I'm like Terrell Owens out here. That's my address. That's my address. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To carry on the theme of the play sets, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Where they oh, live? Oh, you dog you. They're in the sewer. Oh man. I had the sewer. It's the only one I know for sure that I don't have anything left of. Oh. Nothing. I don't know what happened to it all. I really don't. And like I said, my mom's been cleaning out. Yeah. And we're we're she's getting. Uh, she's tired of seeing the crap. She's getting too old, as she says, 
to handle all the crap. So we're all getting our stuff back, which is awesome. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but it, but I keep waiting for him. Like one of these days, that sewer's gonna show up, man. It has to. It has to be there. But I think it's gone. Really? I really do. Damn it! It was so cool. So many. There was like pipes you could connect and move all over the place and stuff like that. But oh, I'm sure. I was I was a huge Teenage Mutant Turtle fan. Um. 89 was the year I think it came out. I believe it was my first movie that I remember first, yeah, yeah. being taken to. Right, right. It was either 89 or 90. So either way, I'm five or six years old. And that was the first movie my parents took me to. Yeah, man. I missed it. A very good era. I wish I was in the 80s. I wish You've I grew up in the before. 80s. I, I say it all the time. Yeah. I really wish I grew up in the 80s. I hate that I did it. Absolutely hate that I did it. Very good. My number five, uh, it's... It may seem simple in hindsight, but to me, this was a big, big deal. 2011, uh, I was the... Everybody had smartphones. I did not. I was Mr. Flip Phone Guy until about five years ago. All right. I was with you. Were you? Uh, Maybe only four years ago, this, this January? 2015. No, 2014, excuse me, I got my first smartphone. But before that, I had nothing. Everyone's got these sweet MP, you know, these sweet iPod touches. Uh, or they, well, they had iPhones. I wasn't getting an iPhone. I wanted an iPod Touch. Right. I loved that thing to death. It was like the perfect size. You can upload tons and tons of music on it. It actually had an earphone jack back then, and uh, and and it was, I mean, loved it. You could get the games. The apps were the coolest thing. Apps were a new thing. Angry yeah. Birds was all the rage, and I had no way to play it until I got this this yep. this, this iPod Touch. I forgot which. It might have been iPod, like the Generation Four. I would honestly, to, to save like space on my phone, I would if I came across one, I would probably buy it to this day. Right. That's how nice this thing was. Um, what a even it, it like I said, it, it's an ancient piece of technology by today's standards. But when I got it. It was like okay, now I'm like now I'm like a, I'm in the 21st century. Yeah. Now I'm cool. no longer my you know no longer am I listening to music on these little like these little they're like this big and they only hold like ten songs. No more, no more. I can listen to 300 songs <laughs> at my at my convenience. I can play. Excuse me, I can play iPhone games as, as much as I please. I can access my social media when I'm connected to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a big deal for me. I can access social media when I'm connected to Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. I mean, that was a big deal for me. That was yeah. huge. I used to hate, I'm like, oh, I got to go down to the computer lab again, I think. Or I used to do, remember the, the texting? Sure. The Facebook texting. You can post the status by texting to a certain number. Yep. I used to do that. I used to do that for the longest time. And that, that changed. <laughs> iPod Touch changed my life. So you're not better than me anymore. Look <laughs> at me. Look at me. I'm on par with y'all. Yeah. And then, but but everybody had iPhones by then too. So iPod Touch was like still right. like outdated at that point. But I was still pretty excited. But that's my number five. You just jogged my memory. My wife bought me my uh, first generation iTouch. Oh really? Yeah. That was a Christmas gift she got me. No kidding. So there you go, Chrissy. You get brought up. You're not on the list, but at least you get a shot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make up for it. I know it doesn't. No, I, I have, honestly, I have none of my wife's gifts. Not here. It's it's pretty bad when I'm mentioning ex's gifts versus my wife's. But memories are memories. You can't. It's not your fault. You no, know I mean? certain things stick out for certain reasons. And it's not my fault. Some people are better. 
All right, the, the next two gifts here, uh, four and three respectively. Obviously, three will come in a minute, but uh, this comes from one specific Christmas, and my, my siblings were making fun of me when I was talking about it not too long ago. I'm like, you guys remember that one Christmas? For whatever reason, Mom and Dad decided to put the tree in the family, in the family room, not in the living room. Every other Christmas, literally every other Christmas, including up to th today and this year, will be in the living room. Right. In the same spot in front of the same window in, in the living room, and that's just the way it's always been. But one year we put it in the family room, and it happened to be maybe one of the best Christmases ever. Really? Starting with this, something I didn't ask for. This is one of the few things that wasn't something that I thought of on my own. It wasn't something that I specifically was like into, like Turtles. Or Ghostbusters or X Men. You know what I mean? It wasn't themed like that. I got this awesome aircraft carrier that was almost as long as this table. It was a plastic I've aircraft I've seen carrier. that before somewhere. You can flip up the, the front and the back, and there are like their storage bins underneath. And I, that's where you could put like the planes and stuff like that. And it had like the control tower, and it had like these flaps that came up. Like if you ever watch them take off on uh, aircraft carriers, Back in the day, they would actually have like shields that would come up that would help with the jump propulsion. Right. But something to push off of even more. So they could take off a shorter distance right. because they actually have something to gather the energy with. I've seen this thing before. I've seen it on Pawn Stars. Guaranteed, this is one of my dad's favorite gifts he's ever got. But he brings it up every time when you're talking about Christmases. He's like, You played with that thing nonstop. I'm like, Yeah. I what wasn't into planes. I w that wasn't my thing. But I saw this and I was like, Oh my God. I don't. It's an aircraft carrier, and it came with all these die-cast, really badass planes. In fact, my mom just this week dropped off a box of more stuff. That's what's happening every week. She's <laughs> dropping off a box of stuff with me. Please tell me it's in there. Not the aircraft carrier. Oh, uh, but the figures are. But the the really big die-cast stealth uh, fighter jet that I had, my prize, out of all the ones that I had, dude, it's, almost, it's like mint. Okay. I put it up on my, my memory shelf in my, in my man cave. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And and that was one of the few times that I was like, I got a little choked up. Like, Man, that was like the best Christmas ever. <laughs> That's a really cool gift. Yeah. I think I did see it on Pawn Stars. Somebody brought it in, tried to sell it. Something along the lines of that. But I, I've, I've heard of it. I, I know I've heard of it. That I've heard good things about it. That's like, you know, back in the days, you used to give out, like, sell the Millennium Falcon, the big Millennium Falcon My toy. My brother but, had it. Did he? Yep. Oh, so cool. No. Grew up in the wrong era. Uh, again, <laughs> definitely grew up in the wrong era. But to hear that, I mean, that's, I mean, that thing was massive. Yeah. You said the lawn of that table, that table for, for reference for people, that table's probably about four foot long that he's referring to. And, and that's honestly probably what it was. Yep. About. I would have loved to have a toy world with something like that. Right. I used to use, uh, you know, those old step, those old stepper things for like, uh, for working out. Oh, yeah. It was like those flat things you step up on. I'd flip it upside down, and I'd turn that into like an airship or a boat. There you go. I, uh, I got a little creative. You crushed it with the Imagination game. I did all right. I did all right. For That's myself. what happens with the first It was literally part. me. Yeah. It was literally me. My yeah. cousin my cousin Nico would come over every now and then. He's nine months younger than me, and that's what we do. I had a sister who was two years younger than me. He had no interest, no interest in what I you know, in what I had. My dad was be working. I'm just like, you know what? We're going to have some fun. We're going to make this work. So yeah. um, imagination definitely was the way to go. My number four is, okay, this is from my senior high school. Senior high school. Uh, I was just engulfed in, in, in wrestling, right? Loved high school wrestling. It's defined me as a person back then. I was having a really good senior year. Really good senior year. I don't know what my record was at that point. I think 
I only had two losses. Because I, I think my first two losses were in the, the beginning of the month. By yeah. points or by pin? Uh, one by points, one by pin. Okay. So against really good people. So I'm like, I'm having a really good year. I think I was like, you know, I ended up finishing the season like 41 and 5. I was pretty happy. But at this point, it was, it was good. We're getting ready for postseason time. Our coach decides to get us um, final singlets. Which was all becoming all the rage. All the local schools around us were getting final singles. Like their kids would go to the finals, they put on a different singlet, and they look sharp. We had one, and I wanted to. I I was like, man, I really want a nice pair of shoes to kind of match with it. My regular shoes were these uh, these these Asics Rulons, black with the yellow with the yellow Asics logo on the side, like straight beautiful shoe. But getting these finals ones, it matched the the, the final singlet perfectly. They were comfortable. I loved wearing them. Strapped them on only for the final, the, the championship finals, and I got to wear it like a week later um, for a tournament at Maryvale High School, where I went. It was my first uh, high school wrestling tournament that I ever won, and I did it in that. And man, I was delighted. It was that was like that, that was everything to me back then, and that was like my big gift because they mm. weren't a, they weren't a cheap pair of wrestling shoes sure. at all. These things were shiny, and uh, they really popped. And I was like, man, I can't wait to test these things out, break them in. And, and yeah, I won my first championship in them, and then I ended up winning sectionals and going to states and rocking them the whole time. So, do you still have them? They, I don't know if I do. I wore them when I was doing pro wrestling. I should, I probably should have not, but instead, I did a uh, a high school wrestler type gimmick. Oh, okay, yeah. So I used them as my wrestling boots, and then within a couple years, the bottoms had holes. In them. Oh. I still have the old Rulons, the the, the black and yellow shoes. Yeah. I still have those, but I don't know. I don't know where those ones are. I wish I did. Dude, that's a cool memory. Yeah. That's a really cool memory. Because, I, I mean, I was never a sporty kid when I was younger. High school, I started really sports defined me. Yeah. That was that was all the clout I had. Yeah. I wasn't cool. I had sports, and I wanted to, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to look good doing it. So got a pair of finals wrestling shoes. And, uh, yeah, very fond of that one. That was a nice, uh, that was a nice gift from the claws. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really, really good. So that was my number four. I don't have anything like that on here. No? No. That, I mean, just, I, bro, you don't have anything like that on there, but you're talking about these sweet play sets that I, I never even got there's to something different when <laughs> There's something different when you can tie it into other memories leading, like going on that after is the true. gift. That you know is true. I mean? That I don't, does help. There, I won't have any of those. That's true. But you did have like really, really cool toys. Oh, I, no, I, I I'm would not have, trying to. I would have, I would have fought my brother for it. <laughs> I, would have, I would have punched him right in the mouth for something like that. Yeah. That's awesome. The only thing that I, for sports-wise, um, when I was on JV, my parents did splurge for me, and they bought me some really awesome Nike spikes Okay. to go with my red and white yeah. for Iroquois. So I got red and white spikes. I never played, so I didn't really. <laughs> I don't really have any good memories. But I looked good on that side. I, I sure did. I looked good playing. Oh left man, bench. they were they were yeah. super. That's nice. why I got away from football in high school because I hardly I hardly played. Yep. But really funny story, guys. Yeah, go ahead, please. <laughs> so embarrassing. We're playing in West Seneca. I don't remember if it's East or West, but I don't play. I just stand on the sidelines, and my parents didn't come to everyone, especially the ones that happen to be during like a work, like a work day, say like a Friday or something like that. Yeah. Or even like a random Wednesday or or someone stupid, and so like it's a really wet garbage game, and the end zones are like soaked, and like there's puddles in the corners and stuff. I'm like, this game's terrible. No <laughs> one's doing anything fun. I'm like, I know my parents aren't watching. 
I'll just go get myself a money and I can tell my parents I played in the game. Dude, they were there. Oh, no. <laughs> so here I am rolling on the sidelines, <laughs> acting like a complete fool, and then they were there the whole time. Wow, I played. No, yep. no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I got to play special teams, and we got scored on a lot. A lot. Yeah. It was bad. We got scored on a lot. I was on the I was on the us getting scored on special teams. <laughs> <laughs> and we got I got a lot of playing time, but yeah. it wasn't the way I wanted it to be. No. It wasn't the way I wanted it you to be. You don't want so. that. No, that's not fun. You're out there for I mean well, that team. <laughs> you're, you're, Probably six plays a game. It's one and it's one of the most, you know, d- scary, dangerous moments of the game. It running sure down is. head head first into people just it sure is. Yeah. I wish I would have. I mean, I didn't love football like I do now. Like back then, like I do now. Yeah. I wish I would have gave it a little bit better effort, but I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not again. One and done for football. JV. That was it. One year. Tenth grade. All right. Yeah, you're number three, my we're, friend. We're in the top three. Here we go. We're finally into the video game realm. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. It's a shared gift between me and my brother, but we don't care because we play well together my like i said i had the best big brother ever yeah dude really never really picked on me and you know just loved having a little brother to take along with him and he he loved playing video games with me and so when we got that super nintendo it was addressed to me and him and he probably let me open it i don't really remember actually opening it That's but a i very do good big brother yeah i do remember the moment though where like you kind of like hold it up over your head like super nintendo and that was the same year that i got the aircraft carrier Oh man! Yeah, combo. So immediately <laughs> we like we open it and we just like book out to the living room because that's where the TV is. And we're yeah. like, we gotta hook this up now. And probably mom's like, we got more guests. No, you don't. I don't care. <laughs> Gifts are over. <laughs> that's oh, that's a really cool memory. Yeah, Super Nintendo is my favorite retro con. Oh, I don't even know if it's retro. It's my favorite old school console. It holds up so well, dude. My like pre PlayStation generation. That's my favorite console. Yeah. Super Nintendo. I still play it all the all the emulators. It does. The coloring is really really good, and you see a lot of games that like they're going for that two D style of gameplay. Mm-hmm. A lot of the colors and, and, and playability feels like a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, it really does. That was the de facto. That was the greatest system. I grew up with a Sega. Right. I grew up with a Sega. We eventually got a Super Nintendo, but I grew up with a Sega, and everything that was on Sega was ten times better than the Super Nintendo. Sure. Ten times. Yeah. Maximum Carnage is one of my favorite games of all time. Grew up playing it on this on the Sega. I got older. I played the Super Nintendo version. The music was better. The playability was better. Controls everything. It just visually was, just looked way better. But so. we didn't have Mortal Kombat. No. Oh, you have Nike 8 too. Not the first. The first one wasn't good. No, you had Street Fighter with no fatalities. Yeah, MK2 yeah. had fatalities though. I do remember that one. I do remember that one. But I. I, I know exactly what you mean, my friend. And I'm proud to say that my daughter, my six-year-old, her very first games ever playing are Nintendo and Super Nintendo, just like me. Oh, really? Yep. If you don't include the iPad stuff. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. she loves it. Good. She's such a retro kid. It's hilarious. I can't wait. I can't wait to be able to show my kids like this old technology. Oh, here's an N64 from when I was a kid. Yeah, I put it in my uh, projector that I got for Christmas last year to stay on theme. Yeah. And... When you're looking at Super Mario and he's like six inches tall, it's crazy. It, yeah. I played uh, Donkey Kong Country on a big screen TV. Oh my god, I it bet looks that's like amazing. It's cool, but the visually, it's nauseating. 
Okay, I get that. But it is really cool on a big screen. It changed the game. Yeah. People have like that didn't know like your generation. I mean, I you clearly understand and appreciate it, but like so many people would imagine like they don't get it, man. Donkey Kong changed everything. That game was amazing. I I still play to this day. I have it on the, my Switch. Yeah. They have a, a an emulator, and I have it on that Raspberry Pi thing. Um, very good, very good. My number three is another video game. It's, a, it's actually a console as well. Okay. All right. Going back to high school wrestling, uh, it's a lot of time on a bus. It's a lot of time sitting around. You're not competing all the time. It's a lot of time to kill. One of the kids on that on, on our team had a PSP, and I felt bad because everybody everybody played it except him basically. I was blown away the first time I seen the PlayStation Portable. He was playing Grand Theft Auto, and it looked just like a, like the PS1, PS2 graphics. That's crazy. Blew my mind because I see now Nintendo was the DS, the you know the Game Boy SP. These graphics were not even close. They dumbed down games to put them on their their consoles. PSP was like was like legit. Like I feel like like I was playing the I was playing the the, the big console version of it. So. 2006, Christmas 2006, get me my first PSP, and big, big heavy black PSP, I think it's amazing, uh, only had the, the first game that came with it was an ATV off-road racing, a lot of fun to start off with, it came with the Lords of Dogtown, mini USD, I think the, the, the discs were called, Lords of Dogtown was a really big skateboarding movie back in the 2000s, but it came with that. And, uh, I mean, my collection just grew and grew and grew. I eventually found out you could download old PS1 games on it through the PlayStation Network. Man, when I found that out, downloading Final Fantasy, downloading yeah. Resident Evil games. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with my PSP. I'm at home and I'm still playing my PSP. I, I would, I honestly, I would buy one again. I honestly would. It was a fantastic little console. Way ahead of its time. But, um... You know that thing followed with me for a, a long, long time, long, long time, and I was that was the biggest surprise because I never got, con- I didn't get consoles, but that was like for them to, to go out and buy that thing, and just how high tech it was. Right. It was it was just just like groundbreaking for me when I got the iPod Touch. That sounds like you know you, the, the cool factor. You you get to you know feel like one of the cool kids because you're you're finally like yeah I did, right. and now you know. I get to take some heat off my friend who's leading, you know, handing out his PSP all day, yeah. and I get to play, you know, um, I, I get to share and, and play my own. So um, that was cool. Yeah, that th- that thing was wonderful. I always liked portable gaming, but like, you know, Game Boy didn't have the light up screen. You had to buy that attachment. Yeah, PSP was an illuminated screen. Sure. Oh my God, I love going down to Disney with that thing. Like okay. we drove down to Disney every single time, and two of the, th- I think. Two or three of the times that I went down there, I had that thing with me, and it entertained the, the crap out of me. Playing Madden, playing uh, they used to have the, the Capcom classics, and I play the old Mortal Kombat games. Nice. That thing stuck with me for a long time. So, that is my number three. Like it. One last console here for number two. Mm. One of the most viral of all viral videos you can think of when it comes to the Christmas kid opening a present, the kid opening the N sixty four. How's that kid? You were that kid. I was that kid. We got in on Christmas. Me and my brother. So cool. So cool. It 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 was a and I my parents like I said I was spoiled but I wasn't so spoiled that they always got me the new console that year. Right. And I knew and enough. And you at least appreciate it too. Yeah. You weren't like a 
you know, ah, uh, you know, that I, I got it. And I'm, it you, you come off as a person who wouldn't, like, hold that over people. No. You actually appreciate it. You appreciate what your parents did for you. And it's 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 cool in, in hindsight. You know, and I would never ask for the new console or demand it or anything. I wasn't bratty about it. I, I love video games so much that, dude, I was probably when I got the N64, that same week leading up to Christmas, I was probably playing my Nintendo. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. like, it wasn't like, oh, I need the N64 to be a cool kid. It was a complete surprise. Like, that me and my brother never saw coming. And Those are the best kinds we of games. Got, we, what were the games that came with it? So we got WCW uh, Nitro, right? That's the first one. Was it Nitro or was it? I have Reve I think Revenge. Revenge is the only WCW one I can think of on the 64. But Nitro, maybe? I think you might be right. I think Nitro was first, and then Revenge was second. Yeah, I think you're right. The wrestling games for N64, and you already know this. We've talked about this in the past. Bar none, the best system for wrestling games. Easily. We're actually playing in a, a N64 wrestling game tournament. Awesome. Very soon. Probably in February or March. So. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's how good they are, though. Yeah. They hold up yeah. that well in 2020. And it's been, shoot, it's been 24 years. 20, 23, 20. It's been 20 plus years. Awesome. And they hold up really well. So that's really cool. Super Nintendo looks a little better than N64. Yeah, the graphics are more polished. Yeah. 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 So... I love that one. Yeah, hey, I, I, that's, that's really cool. The surprise ones are always the best. I mean, my brother like traded back and forth like the gifts. Like my mom, obviously, like she knows which what, so she would like direct us. Like you need to open this now, and yeah, don't open that yet. Yeah. And my parents like that. do that too. My parents <laughs> definitely do that too. Um, that's funny. Really cool though. That's a, I mean that's a nice, that's a great great memory, and I'm glad that you get to sh you get to share a lot of these with your brother too. Yeah, I think that makes it much more special. My number two, all right, this one's kind of recent. This is uh, five years ago. All right. Uh, I needed an art form. I was leaving pro wrestling. I needed a, a, a something to, to kill time and to help me de-stress, figure. Was it 2015? No, it was 2016. Uh, and I was coaching wrestling at the time, too. And when my coach, you know, when I was in high school, my coach used to take pictures for us. Give them all to him at the end of the season. Uh, Santa Claus got my got me my first camera that I ever had. Cool. I love photography. I don't do it as much as I used to because time and, and money. But um, I asked for a camera for Christmas and I got one. And it was this cute little thing, a Canon Power Shot. It's very simple um, in design, but it set me on the path. I mean, I remember just being obsessed. I would sit at home for hours and hours and just fill up memory cards, just taking pictures of anything I could just to practice. And that's how much I like. I loved it and appreciated it. And, uh, you know, I'd sit out in the winter. I'd see the moon. I'd try and take, you know, good pictures of the moon. And um, it was really, really something. I was, that was a cool one. Yeah. I asked for it. I didn't think I would get it, but I did. And, and my, mom, my mom grew up. She was, she's not a, you know, growing up with my mom, she's not a photographer, but she likes to take pictures, okay. if that makes sense. Yep. Right. Um, and I wanted to take it a little bit more seriously. I seen it was a window for possible money, and it's actually done me pretty well. I've done weddings, I've done engagement shoots, I've done so many different, uh, you know, photograph sessions, I've done promo shots. Uh, so it set me on the path. If, if I didn't get that then and there, I might not have got into it as much as I did. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at with it. I'm not, I'm not going stir crazy trying to get gigs or anything. But uh, the first camera was was that was pretty meaningful. I had that thing for. Uh, I used it for a good year or so. Good year before I ended up upgrading, but 
Um, yeah, I love that little thing. I love that little thing. I like that you got something in your list that is, you know, you've got a couple things now that are like is so much a part of you and, and your, what you were into and just like. Yeah, you can definitely tell I've been through phases. Yeah. As far as what my interests are, I have my pro wrestling phase, high school wrestling phase, camera phase, my podcasting phase. I've been through a lot of phases, and I've been very fortunate to kind of get things that really define those those phases for me. Yeah. And, I mean, I hold on to most of them to this day, but, but yeah. Look at the relationships and, and things you've built through those phases, you know what I mean? You ain't kidding, man. I, I pro wrestling, like high school wrestling, I still talk to a lot of old coaches. I'm still, like, I still get to make a lot of friends with that. Pro wrestling, I've met some of the best people in my life through pro wrestling. I've met some of the worst people in my life through pro wrestling. <laughs> Um, taking pictures, I've, like, I've networked with a lot of people and, and got to talk to a lot of cool people, uh, see a lot of cool things. Yeah. I, when I got a cameraman, I was outside all the time. I had a reason to be. I wanted to go explore. I, and I really realized how beautiful like Western New York is. Right. I, it, getting a camera did that for me. You know, I, I went to, I never knew about Eternal Flame Trail. Uh, I got to see it because I went to go, t- I wanted to go take pictures of it. Yeah. I see a lot of cool stuff for that reason, for that camera. You know, in, in podcasting, obviously, a lot of great relationships come from that. I've gotten, you know, obviously some decorations and some other things that have helped come through it. But, um, yeah, you can definitely tell how many phases I've gone through by by this list even. So, yeah. I'm right there with you. But mine are, uh, <laughs> like I said, my, mine are a very much more surp- surface level and superficial which, At least in the which list. I do like. I, I mean, I was thinking the last couple days, a lot of the toys, and that's probably why my list is kind of all over the place. A lot of the toys that I got when I was younger, forgettable. Oh, and that's that's probably why I went to some more recent stuff. Yeah, but some of the toy, like some of the toys I got, you know, really cool ones. Don't get me wrong, but right. but forgettable at the same time. Like I was trying really hard to think of some early toys that I got, and you know. Like I said, very, very grateful for all the presents, you know, and, and, and toys I got for everybody, but very few of them really stood out to me okay. in hindsight. So I love your list. Thank you. And I love yours. You're bringing up a lot of cool stuff that I want to look up when I get home. Well, I saved the best for last. Okay. Number one here. You ready for this? All right. First, I'm going to kind of stage it. Uh, I have my grandparents' obviously both are passed down. Right. But I do have aunts and uncles that still live in the same town. They're, they live in Murray, Kentucky. Okay. Murray, Kentucky, why do they live there? Well, because Fisher Price used to be based in just East Aurora. And then in the 70s, they built a factory in Murray, Kentucky. And my grandfather, who worked for Fisher Price at the time, uh, had three kids that were still in school. And they went to him and said, hey, your job's moving. You have two options. <laughs> Either you move with your job. Or you you're done. stay yeah. here and your job's gone. Right. So he opted to move. So left my mom behind, thank God. Because not no, no offense to my family down in Murray, but, I mean, I love Buffalo and everything. Buffalo. Right, it's yeah. very much of what I am. So I'm grateful the way it went. So I had grandparents that I only got to see a couple of times a year. Very rarely, in fact, it only happened once, did we go down to Christmas for Christmas break and spend it with my family down in Murray, Kentucky. Because not a lot of time that you're on Christmas break and it takes 13 hours to get there and 13 hours to get back and specifically Christmas you're talking about it's a lot of travel it's a lot of stuff coming you got all the clothes that we all have to wear that we're family clothes, of six presents yeah presents you I get a haul back too yeah. yeah I was like six 
I think, this Christmas. So, in hindsight, I think about it, I'm like, damn, Mom and Dad, you guys went... That's crazy. You brought all those wrapped presents hundreds of miles to Murray, Kentucky in one of those... We were in a station wagon, but in one of those coverall things, oh, the plastic. Yeah. And that's where all the presents were hidden up there. And, like, so uh, I was, like, resting my feet on the luggage... And I don't, I don't know why as a kid I didn't connect. Like, how come the luggage isn't in the luggage rack up above the station wagon? <laughs> and I think my my family told me that we brought a tree. Oh. I really think we, like, we got a tree. And then, you know, how they have, it like, the wire, oh, the, the mesh. And, like, we, like, brought it down like a wrapped tree with us. We went, they went all out for this one. And it created one of the greatest memories ever. Because we got in, I think, Christmas Eve. And I go to sleep. But everyone wakes up before me. I'm the youngest of four. It's like 8.30 and I'm still sleeping. It was the only time in my life that I think that I've ever just like just kept sleeping and not even like ready for Christmas. Like normally you wake up at like who knows god awful hour, four o'clock in the morning. <gasps> it's Christmas. And mom and dad are like, get back to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember well, those days. this time everyone was waiting on me. But I finally make my way down there and we get into it. And I open up the epitome of early 90s gifts. I got the Batcave. Oh. Dude. I got the Batcave. I got the Batmobile. I got Joker. I got Batman. I got Robin. I don't know why I got Robin, but I got Robin. But like the Tim Burton 90s movie. Yeah. That's what all these toys were based around. Oh my God. The coolest play set I've ever seen in my life. I had a hunch. Dude, we going with. it was so detailed. The playset was amazing. The Batmobile, just straight out of the movie. Perfect. It was amazing. It was by far the coolest Christmas. And it's obviously one of the early ones, so I probably remember it better than other ones. Yeah. Just because when you first start like really remembering stuff when you're like five or six or whatever like that, they stick with you. And I remember, like, what did my brother get? Oh, my brother got a uh, shout-out to my, like, current occupation. He got, like, um, uh, tabletop hockey. Oh, no kidding. And now I build bubble hockey games for a living. <laughs> so how about that? Everything comes full circle. 36 years later. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, really cool. Dude, the Batcave, epitome of all Christmas Oh, games. my God. I can't even imagine. I've seen pictures. I've never seen one myself. But yeah, that's a, I mean that's a very significant playset. Yeah, very significant. Tim Burton Batman was everything. It everything. changed it changed Batman lore. Mm-hmm. It changed Batman how people perceived Batman. Um, it it was a big part of why Batman's as popular as he is today. The that only movie. DC character I ever got fully into. Same, probably same here. I like Robin, but the other ones I just can't relate to. I can't relate to gods and, and robot people. And, other stuff I can relate to. I can't relate to a millionaire, but I can I can relate to a, a normal Earthling. And uh, man, that's a really cool present. Yeah. To open that up all the way down there too. I know. Tough. Props, parents. I mean, that's tough. Like, I'd want to play with that thing on the way back home, and obviously there's not a whole lot of room. I don't remember any of that. No, no, I don't. I just remember that morning and the whole getting that. Yeah, and then the cousins coming over later, and I'm. My cousin Andrew's like 18 months older than me, so he comes over and be like, Andrew, oh my Let's god, play with it. yeah, that was I mean, that was a cool, cool thing too. That was you, you do Christmas, then everybody would kind of bring their toys and stuff. Everybody would kind of come together, and you just play, 
And oh man, the I, worst when your mom and dad are like, "You got to pick one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was stressful as heck. I do, I I can relate to that. Yeah, I, I do miss. Now, like me and my cousins were so like we're distant. We're not as close as we used to be. Mm-hmm. This year hasn't helped things much, but it's just ain't. This, it's not the same. No, it's, it's not, not the same. It's no. not the same as coming up and you know what'd you get for Christmas and just. They're just playing toys with each other. Like, that was the best. Cousins are your first friends. They really are. And uh, I'm eternally grateful for all of them. My number one. My number one is a, is a video game. Uh, I, yeah, I, this one, like, just came at the, like, the perfect time for me. This is probably the first video game that I ever really, like, owned. Owned. Or, well, I mean, not really. My parents bought it for me. But one that I really took a lot of pride in. PS1 had just come out. Okay. Or, no, it had been out for a few years. Uh, this is about 1996 96 or 97. We went and bought, uh, my dad went and bought the PlayStation, and I was looking for one certain game. It wasn't there, or it wasn't out yet at that time. Uh, so we settled for Space Jam, and I think he bought a, no, it wasn't Space Jam. What was it? Space Jam? Oh, I bought a Casper game. Okay. And I think he got like a football game, football or basketball game. Like, like Casper, like based around the the, front, the movie. Ritchie yeah, movie. it was an alright game. It was, it was very hard. Dude, it was anything, a puzzle game. Anything Christina Ricci is she looks by my boat. Yeah, she's alright. She's not bad. But uh, <laughs> so Christmas time comes, and there's this one game that I really, really wanted. And uh, oh boy, oh boy, did my parents deliver the very first Crash Bandicoot game. Uh, I knew it. Very first Crash Bandicoot game. Seeing the ads, I was like, you know, I didn't have a, I had the old Nintendo games, but like Mario wasn't my dude at that time. Had Sega, Sonic was waning in popularity, he wasn't as popular as he was. But Crash Bandicoot was the new kid on the block. He was the mascot for the PlayStation. We had it, uh, and the, the, I remember the original like disc art. And I was like, I was like, oh man, I was so happy. We had to go. We went to church after, or church after. I'm like, oh, I just want to stay here and play with my to- my 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 new Crash <laughs> game. I actually. I asked my parent, hey, can I go play it for a minute before we go to church? And I legit, I play, I went, hopped down, popped it in, and played it for a minute. <laughs> and that's how much I loved Crash. I still love it to this day. Yeah. Still love it to this day. I got so excited when the, they did a remake of it. But there, I've had a few memories with Crash games. Like, they bought me a little Crash, like, stuffed animal when uh, when Crash Bandicoot 3 came out. Okay. And, but that first one was, was like, awesome. I still have the, I have the picture somewhere. And, uh. Just the joy, utter joy on my face. Like, yeah, this is what I wanted. I got it. And, uh, yeah, Crash Bandicoot's been a, an important part of, like, pop culture for me ever yeah. since. So. You you seem like you're the same age as my cousin Kyle, and that was their first system was a PlayStation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I remember going over one time with him, and we played Crash Bandicoot for hours. For hours. Like, oh, take turns. No. <laughs> I'm not taking turns with anybody. I was playing, like, the 3D graphics were mind-blowing for me because all, all I had was Sega and, you know, Sega and Super Nintendo, and those weren't three-dimensional, and this thing was, and it was just amazing. Yeah. I, It's crazy to think back. You look back at some of these older video games, like, man, they will ne- graphics will never get better than this, and then here we are in 2020, and it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah, there it is, everybody. There it is, our top ten favorite Christmas gifts list, um, and, and well, us on the receiving end. Brian, I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And coming by today. Uh, you did ask. You asked me. I was pleasantly happy that you asked me. I didn't know who I was going to ask, um, but I'm glad it was you. 
I'm glad it was you because we are very relatable. I feel like, uh, you know, while our lists were very different, mm-hmm. we got excited for each other's, like hearing each other's lists. So yeah. It's always a good thing. Um, so to the listeners, we're coming back in full swing of things January 8th. I think Friday, January 8th. We already have our first episode recorded. It's uh, myself and good friend Ryan Holt Bailey. We give our top 10 Pokemon list. So I'm really excited for that. We will open up the season with that list. But we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Um, whatever you're, you know, y- you celebrate, happy that to you. Uh, I, you know, have to say, I know everybody does a little something different, but it's uh, spend it with the people you care about most. Spend it, pe- spend it with people that you will, uh, you know, you might someday regret not having around. I-, I was taught that a couple years ago to really spend those holidays with uh with people that, you know, not to get all sad and down and stuff, but just, just spend them with the people you care about. Spend them with the people that, uh, and create memories that'll that'll last forever and that will, you know, kind of, yeah, I'll end it on that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And do you even list? Grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think those they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.